Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Common sense. It's not so common anymore. That's why we need Scott Inez more than ever. It's time for Inez Says. Hey, hello, and I welcome you back to the Inez Says Podcast. I am Scott Inez. Thanks for climbing aboard today. You can find the podcast wherever you get your podcasts, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and find it right there on the front page of the WDBO app. And I invite you to join me every single weekday morning for Orlando's Morning News with Scott Inez, 5 to 9 a.m. on WDBO 107.3 FM and AM 580. And be sure to stream us in the WDBO app. Well, it was a history-making night for former President Donald Trump in Iowa on Monday night. Trump winning the Iowa caucus in a rout. He got over 50%, 51% of the vote to be exact. He was followed by Florida Governor Ron DeSantis at over 21% and former South Carolina Governor Nikki Haley at over 19%. Oh, by the way, Vivek Ramaswamy, he gained 7.7% in the vote from Iowa and lately last night, Ramaswamy suspended his campaign as many thought he would. He also endorsed Donald Trump for president. Now, why was it a history-making night for Donald Trump? It was the largest margin of victory in the modern history of the Iowa GOP caucus dating back to 1976 with Gerald Ford. He won 98 of the Hawkeye State's 99 counties with only Johnson County, the home of the University of Iowa and Iowa City, narrowly, narrowly denying him a clean sweep by barely going for Haley by one vote. Count it. Just one vote. So Donald Trump is the big winner in Iowa. And here in part was his message to supporters. Well, I want to thank everybody. This has been some period of time. And most importantly, we want to thank the great People of Iowa, thank you, man. What a turnout, what a crowd. And I really think this is time now for everybody, our country, to come together. We want to come together, uh, whether it's Republican or Democrat or liberal or conservative. It would be so nice if we could come together and straighten out the world and straighten out the problems and straighten out all of the death and destruction that we're witnessing. That's practically never been like this. It's uh, just so important. And I want to make that a very big part of our message. We're going to come together. It's going to happen soon, too. It's going to happen soon. Okay, so that was only part of the former president, Donald Trump's speech to supporters after winning the Iowa caucuses on Monday night. Now, I think it's interesting coming out of the Trump victory in Iowa. It was a pre-caucus survey done by the Associated Press, and it said that 40 percent, 40 percent of Iowa Republicans said that immigration The southern border was their top issue in this election cycle compared to 33 percent 
who said that the state of the economy or jobs was their main concern. That is a bit of a surprise. I think we all know how chaotic it is at the border, but still, a smart person once said it's all about the economy, stupid, right? But I think for Iowans, which is not a border state, by the way, the southern border is the top issue followed by the economy. Interesting. Now, for Governor Ron DeSantis, again, he finishes at 21% in second place. There are a lot of people saying, well, he should just suspend his campaign if he finishes in third. He finished in second. Okay. But it's a mixed bag coming out of Iowa for the governor. He spent a ton of money in the Hawkeye State. He basically made Iowa his home the last few months. He visited all 99 counties, as he was apt to tell us. And yet he won none. Zero. Nada of those 99 counties. This is what the governor had to say in part last night to his supporters. They threw everything but the kitchen sink at us. They spent almost $50 million attacking us. No one's faced that much all the way just through Iowa. They, the media was against us. They were writing our obituary months ago. They even called the election before people even got a chance to vote. But they were just so excited about the fact that they were predicting uh, that we wouldn't be able uh, to get our ticket punched here out of Iowa. But I can tell you, because of your support, in spite of all of that that they threw at us, everyone against us, we've got our ticket punched out of Iowa. And what I what I learned by going around Iowa is that this country has a basic decency. We've got hardworking people, God-fearing people, patriotic people. You just don't see it every day because of all the nonsense that gets spewed out there by the media, by social media, all this other stuff. People want to have hope for this country's future. And that's what we represent. We represent a chance to reverse the madness that we've seen in this country, to reverse the decline of this country, and to give this country a new birth of freedom and a restoration of sanity. That's what we are going to do. By the way, I agree with the governor in that at like 8.25 p.m. on Monday night, his caucuses were still going on in Iowa. Various media outlets did call the night for Donald Trump. Very, very strange. I think the media needs to have more respect for the process. If caucusing is still going on, don't be calling it a final. I digress. Now, Governor Nikki Haley finished in third place in Iowa, and here's in part what she had to say to supporters on Monday night. At one point... In this campaign, there were 14 of us running. I was at 2% in the polls. But tonight, Iowa did what Iowa always does so well. The pundits will analyze the results from every angle. We get that. But when you look at how we're doing, in New Hampshire, in South Carolina, and beyond, I can safely say tonight, Iowa made this Republican primary a two-person race. Tonight, tonight, I will be back in the great state of New Hampshire. And the question before Americans is now very clear. 
Do you want more of the same? Or do you want a new generation of conservative leadership? All right, so there's Nikki Haley in an address to her supporters in Iowa late Monday night. As of Tuesday morning, she was already in a diner in New Hampshire doing an interview on Fox News. And I understand why both Haley and DeSantis were saying what they were saying. They want to create some sort of momentum heading into the other states. For DeSantis, Iowa was his watershed state. For Haley, New Hampshire is her best bet. And what these candidates hope for is a wave of that momentum to kind of catch fire, right? But here's breaking news. The polls were right. The polls were right. As much as we moan and groan about how polling in the Trump era has been way off base, the pollsters, for the most part, got it right in Iowa. There were no major surprises. So if that trend follows suit, and I have no reason to believe it won't, there's no chance for Governors DeSantis and Haley to challenge Donald Trump. Vivek Ramaswamy saw the writing on the wall in Iowa Monday night when he suspended his campaign and endorsed Trump. And here's more breaking news for you. This is the Trump era, okay? And Donald Trump is an anomaly. The stranglehold that this man has on one political party, the Republican Party, is something that I've never seen in my lifetime before. It's almost as if he has a hex on the GOP. And these two candidates, DeSantis and Haley, are finding out the hard way that this man, the former president, has that unique stronghold on GOP voters. Look, let's tell it like it is. And this is for Governors DeSantis and Haley. It's impossible for you guys to catch a head of steam to try to run down Donald Trump. It's over. It's over. Unfortunately for DeSantis and Haley, the polls got it right in Iowa. And in New Hampshire, they'll probably get it right as well. There is no path forward for Ron DeSantis and Nikki Haley. It's time to put an end to their campaigns and get behind the former president as we head toward yet another Trump-Biden rematch. That's going to do it for the Inez Says Podcast. Thanks for being here. You can find me on the radio every weekday morning. Orlando's Morning News with Scott Inez, 5 to 9 a.m. on WDBO 107.3 FM and AM 580. Stream us in the WDBO app. I'll see you next time.